Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with our morning agenda show. And this time, I at least have somebody joining me uh, for today's Monday morning stream. Charlie, how you been? See, you got that tan, man. You're looking yeah. fresh. <laughs> Cheers, man. Yeah, it was really nice to be away for a week. Um, nice to get away in the sun. But, I mean, coming back, we literally just spoke about it. Coming back, it just seems like so much has happened, so much goes on, like behind the scenes and stuff like that, that it's difficult to catch up so quickly before everything starts again. So... I mean, we'll obviously get get back to get back to business after. Well, well now, and yeah, it's it's good to be back, I guess, and good to be back on the stream with you. I, I mean, ease a little bit of what's going on with you, because obviously, as you say, it's good to have someone back on the stream. So, hmm. yeah, yeah, as I say, it's good to be back. Yeah, apologies, everyone, um, for the early show. I looked at my meetings um, this morning, and I've got a meeting at ten a.m. So, I thought, you know what. I can't, I can't delay a Monday morning stream. I can't even postpone it. I thought, let's just do it a bit earlier. Let's do it at 9.25. Let's have about 35-minute chat uh, before I go to my meeting. So you can't say I don't do anything for you guys in the chat box. So but I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we can discuss everything that's happened over the weekend. Um, we'll start off with uh, Declan Rice and Timber. You know what? I'm not going to keep saying I told you so, but I did tell everyone on Friday. I said, enjoy your weekend. We're not going to get any announcements over the weekend. We'll probably get an announcement potentially today. Fingers crossed. Potentially tomorrow. Fingers crossed. But yeah, um, no announcements over the weekend. Um, Not really a surprise, to be honest, because Arsenal rarely make announcements um, in terms of transfer news over the week. And I think there was a lot more other pressing issues to um, basically um, basically discuss. Um, obviously, Arsenal had a pre-season game against Watford behind closed doors. Um, they're off to Germany for their training camp. They got uh, their first pre-season game, proper pre-season game, um, this Thursday against Nuremberg. So a lot of key players are flowing out um, to Germany, including the likes of William Saliba, Jorginho, Kai Havertz, Jesus, uh, Marcelus Skelly is there alongside uh, Nguyenieri. So, so many uh, names. Um, I don't know if Declan Rice is on the plane. I don't know if Timber's on the plane. Um, I don't think they are. I think once we get those announcements, I think they will, um, fingers crossed, be joining um, the Arsenal boys over in Germany later this week. But... um, you excited for the announcements? A lot there's a bit there's a lot of criticism on social media because a lot of Arsenal fans are like, why don't they hurry up? Why don't they hurry up? 
Like it's just an announcement. I think, but a lot of stuff needs to go into these announcements in terms of social media, video content. You need to get the most out of it, especially when you sign a big player such as a uh, Timber and Rice, isn't it? Yeah, I think with with Rice, I'm going to start with Rice. We, I think it's because we've been waiting so long that now that it's done. I think Arsenal fans just want the confirmation to come through that Arsenal have signed him. We can see him. We can see a proper kind of like picture or video with him in an Arsenal shirt. It's the, it's the kind of like, it's the fact that we have been waiting so long. I think that's why Arsenal fans are getting annoyed or upset with it. But I mean, in my opinion, just it doesn't really matter how when they obviously we'd rather them do it sooner rather than later. But we know that it's done. We know the deal's done. It's just, it. as I say, it is just a confirmation that we are waiting for. It is the announcement. Hmm. And yeah, as you say, with a big sign-in, big sign-ins like these two, a lot goes behind it. And I think Arsenal want to make the most out of these two signings, especially Rice, because it is such a huge sign-in, obviously £100 million, the most expensive Arsenal player ever one of the most expensive English players ever as well, um, just behind um, Bellingham now, I think it is, or or maybe even he's the most expensive. I can't even remember exactly, but even, you know what I'm trying to say. He is obviously... He's expensive. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it will be... Arsenal are going to make the most out of it. I think they're trying to drag it out a little bit and then, because when it hits, it then will be like a massive boom of... Of social media for them and as you say a lot of content will be going out a lot of content will kind of like go into this and planning etc etc so everything will kind of like happen at once I feel with with Rice there'll be a lot of stuff going out with him and yeah as I say I think Arsenal are waiting out a little bit and trying to build a lot trying to build the ten- tension I- I'll say for the, for the announcement hmm. it obviously remains to be seen whether they'll do it do them both at the same time? Or... Nah, I doubt, I doubt that. I doubt, I doubt they will, but... I think Timber first, Rice second. Yeah, I, well... It, especially it's... especially because Timber's brother's been on uh, Instagram uh, late last night and he's been uploading Instagram stories. Um, I think there's a cake. I think they're having their own little celebratory party, um, obviously, to wish Timber farewell. Um, and that I saw that on his um, Instagram story uh, late last night. I think it was like made in Ajax, um, heading to the streets of London, something like that, something really nice. Well, I think we'll get a Timber announcement potentially today, fingers crossed. And I, I think once that is done, I think they'll probably take um, maybe a couple of days to get the most out of it and then um you'll probably see rice maybe later later down the week probably yeah. Wednesday Thursday um but yeah both deals uh, are done both medicals have been done um we're just waiting on an official announcement uh, but they are Arsenal players we can say that we're just waiting for the social media too yeah. so we're looking we're looking forward to that um what else what else there's so much stuff that has happened over the weekend you know me don't do a stream over the weekend like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I like having my weekends, but there's so much stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Emil Smith-Rowe, let, let's touch on Emil Smith-Rowe. Um, England under-21 European Championship winner, um, England beating Spain uh, 1-0 uh, without conceding a goal throughout the whole oh. tournament, which was really, really impressive. Um, late, late, uh, a, a great save by James Trafford. Fantastic double save, but 
Amir Smith-Rowe, he had a very good tournament, to be fair. Um, racked up a goal, racked up a few assists. Um, I think that tournament may have done him uh, quite a bit of good. And now he'll recharge, he'll have his holiday, um, I think probably three weeks off. And then he'll be back um, for, for Arsenal pre-season, potentially, um, uh, for the Monaco game, I'm hoping, in the Emirates Cup. Um, but Emil Smith-Rowe, um, buzzing for him. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I do. I would like to see him a bit more in an Arsenal shirt this coming season, especially in pre-season. I'm sure that Arteta would be impressed as into his kind of like Euros, the under twenty-one Euros. Sorry, because I think I think he started two, three times, and he got at least three goal. Con- uh, sorry, he at least got three goal contributions. So three starts. I I think he may have played a bit more. Uh, a few more games, but three starts and three or more goal contributions, you can't really go complaining about that. Hmm. And he obviously has had a an impact on what well, on their tournament. I obviously he can't have an, so so much of an impact on the on the goals conceded, but fair enough. I think that's fantastic how England have done have done that, won the whole tournament without conceding the goal. That is huge. I just need to mention that. But yeah, Smith I think I think everyone should be impressed with him. I mean, in the semi-final, we it was 3-0 to us against Israel and he got a goal contribution there. So he, he pops up in the big games, obviously. We see him contributing in the in the big moments, in the big games. I'm not saying that it was really tight, but even so, he, he can still shine in those moments where teams need him to. And obviously, it was England that needed him to in this moment. And... I'm I'm just really happy for him, and I mean I'm happy myself that England have won it. Let alone what he's feeling. I saw his celebrations after it when when the final whistle was blown and running on the pitch. And I think with I mean Arsenal, I'm sure everyone has seen it, but that um, that team video of Amazing. everyone letting was kind of like that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's it, so it good, was really it? heartwarming. The fact yeah. that everyone is saying, "Come on, Smith, Emil Smith Rowe, come on, like." cheering him on, kind of getting behind him. It's a real sense. I know that we've seen over the past few seasons that Arsenal, there's a lot more togetherness than what we've seen in previous seasons. Mm. But it just just keeps on kind of evolving this togetherness, this kind of like brotherhood of a team, if you know what I mean. And I think it's fantastic to see it so kind of like wholesome and makes you happy that the team is just it's making a video like that kind of cheering him on getting behind him and yeah i i wouldn't be surprised if that's had a, an effect on on his on his game um i i mean i'm not trying to say that i've watched it but i i'm sure that that did have an effect and a boost in his game when he played i i don't doubt that i'm sure that the fact that arsenal did get behind him that he's seen that and I'm sure that there were loads of fans that were commenting on it and stuff like that as well. 
that were getting behind him, and I'm sure that gave him a boost in game and uh, and a boost in confidence as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just really happy for him that he's been able to get that European Championship trophy under his belt. I think it's only the third ever time in. England under 21 history. Years. Over yeah, years. exactly. So it's yeah. fantastic for not just for England, but for him himself, really. Yeah, no, amazing. That video was quality. I think I probably watched it about 50 times. Yeah. It's just on repeat um, because I was looking for um, different players in the video. I saw Bakaya Saka hiding. I think it was next to Jorginho. And at one point, I couldn't even see Saka. And he just popped his head out like that. I was like, oh, wow. But Kai was in that video as well. So Kai Havertz. I think Kai Havertz's relationship with Gabriel is going to be very, very good to watch. Um, I think last season, when we beat Chelsea, they had a little conversation post-match. I think they were just talking and talking and talking. And it seems right now, since Kai's come to Arsenal, obviously he has a good relationship with Jorginho already due to the time at Chelsea. But... He's been joined to the hip with Gabriel. Um, so uh, that's, that's again, uh, another nice thing um, to see. But you know what's interesting? You know the brotherhood, as you've just touched on, is strong when a Spaniard such as Mikel Arteta is cheering on Emil Smith-Rowe yeah. and England to beat his own uh, home nation. So I think that was a nice touch. But, yeah, congratulations yeah. to Emil. Um, recharge. Hopefully we see him soon because I think it is going to be a big season for him. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Um, moving on to um, just thinking about how the issues. Let's let's talk about Flo Balogun before we speak about the other big news that I think everyone in the comments wants to talk about. Um, Flo Balogun, he's been linked to Chelsea in the past few days, uh, which is interesting because Chelsea have already signed uh, Jackson um, from La Liga. They've been interested in uh, Dusan Vlahovic. Obviously, we've had uh, interest in Vlahovic in the past. So it seems that Chelsea are interested in signing uh, another striker. Um, but these links to Balogun, quite interesting. Um, maybe we could get a decent fee if Chelsea do want to go in for him. But Balogun did return um, to pre-season training a few days ago at London Colney. I saw pictures of him um, with Austin Trusty, uh, his fellow United States uh, teammate. Um, so that was nice to see. Uh, Balogun has flown um, to Arsenal's uh, training camp in Germany. So maybe we could see him um, participate in the game against Nuremberg this coming Thursday. But Balogun's future is still up in the air. It is interesting because he's come back to preseason. All the talk is that he wants to sit down with Arteta. He wants to sit down with Edu to discuss where his future lies. It still seems more than likely that he will depart in this window. But it's not a foregone conclusion because teams have been linked in the past few days. RB Leipzig, um, Chelsea. But I think we're in a good position because if he does, say, want to depart, teams like Chelsea, they need to pay the money if they want to get him. Because if Chelsea do want to play like Balogun, I want I want to see us basically recoup the same amount of money that we paid them for Abbott's in a way. Mm. Yeah, 50, similar. £55 million pounds because it shows that we're in a good bargaining position when you've got teams like Chelsea eyeing our players, isn't it? Yeah, I think obviously I'd rather him not go to Chelsea, but obviously that isn't up that isn't up to me, is it? So I think but yeah, I agree with you. I think if he goes to Chelsea and how much money they're well getting for the amount of players that they're kind of getting rid of and how much they're spending on players that are going to be coming in, I would like to see Arsenal just kind of drive up the price a little bit for Chelsea rather than other clubs. I, I know don't get me wrong, I think that 
clubs should pay a decent fee for him if they mm. if we are to sell him. But I think Chelsea, I think we just need to drive that price up a little bit for him. But I think the fact that there are more teams interested in him, I think it's good in terms of the value that Arsenal could the the price that Arsenal could value him at. I think that that could be quite. Um, it's fifty million that, pounds apparently. Yeah, exactly. The starting I think price. That, Exactly. And I'm sure that if that is the starting price, obviously, the, if if there are bids to come in for him, we will obviously see bids that will be a little bit lower than yes, that. But yeah. I'm sure that, well, you never know, there might even be a bidding war that will go for him. You never know. We'll obviously, that remains to be seen. We'll see what happens in the future. But I think with, with Balogun, it... We obviously need to see what he can do again in an Arsenal shirt this pre-season. I don't think anything should happen just yet with him. Mm. I think we need to let this kind of like run out for him and see what he can still do for Arsenal. I think I wouldn't be surprised if we do see him do well in an in Arsenal's pre-season. I, I will be surprised yeah. if he doesn't kind of do well because of how well he's done in Ligue 1 this past season how he's been competing up at the top with the likes of Mbappe, Lacazette, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm sure that Arteta, I think everyone at the club would be interested to kind of like see what what he's like, what he can kind of still produce in an Arsenal shirt in a different league to Ligan. I mean, they're not even a top five league anymore. I think they're like seventh in the in Europe's top top leagues now. So obviously that kind of that may come into that. I'm not saying that that all of the teams are really bad in their league, but we saw what happened with Pepe, with Nicolas Pepe, that he doesn't was return, really, really good. Well, no, 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 but he should he, have. He should, yeah, he should have. He ago, yeah, but it's interesting but, that Pepe hasn't returned. But even so, like with with Pepe, he was obviously amazing in Ligue 1, which is why we wanted to pay that amount of money for him, and that may happen with Balogun. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to kind of like downplay how well he's done. Like we know how good like the likes of Mbappe is, the Messi, Neymar, etc. etc. We know how good they are. So the fact that they're kind of like how well they're doing in those leagues, that 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 obviously kind of like eliminates what I was just saying there for Balogun. So it will but what I'm trying to say is it will be good to see what he can do outside of Ligan. With back with Arsenal, I mean we're playing against the likes of, as you say, Nuremberg. Did you say it was or whatever? Mm. And I think we're playing against Manu. Is it at some point as well? So obviously that will be that will be interesting to see. I would like to see Balogun play there, but yeah, I think yeah we need to see what he can do first. And depending on that, you never know what could happen with with his future and Ketty's future. I know that we've been saying. Previously, that well, I've said previously that it does seem like Inketia and Balogun are, are somewhat similar in their kind of like style of play, but I'm not. I mean, I, I would first of all say that Inketia, I would have thought that is better, but because we haven't seen, because I haven't seen Balogun much at all, I now can't really kind of like put a name on who is better in these situations in the Premier League or or in the Arsenal side, and if Balogun does perform really, really well. And as you say, he's going to have that sit down with Arteta and Adu. You never know. We might see Nketiah on his way out instead of Balogun. So um, I think that will be interesting to see what comes with that. I think 
because I'm sure neither player would want to just constantly be on the back back seat for Arsenal. Uh, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they'd like to see a bit more kind of rotation in their game if they are to stay at Arsenal as well. So mm-hmm. as I say, yeah, it, it's interesting. It will be interesting to see how everything with Balogun and Inketia kind of like plays out this this summer and with the pre-season as well. Yeah, no, I think it's interesting because a lot of Arsenal fans um, have been a bit irritated by Balogun's, I don't, I don't want to say attitude, but like, for example, Arsenal wished him a happy birthday last week. He never really responded uh, on, on uh, social media, whereas when the US national team wished him the same, um, he did respond on his Twitter bio, just basically says US national team striker. Um, no mention of Arsenal. Um, I think on Instagram, he, he reposted his transfer market value when the rumours were filtering that Arsenal say value him of upwards of £50 million. He basically reposted the story of saying that he's the US number one uh, poster boy and most valuable asset. And he's valued at, what, £30 million, um, 30 million something like that, around £30 million uh, pounds or something like that. I think I, I saw that. So a lot of Arsenal fans have been a bit aggrieved by his antics on social media, but you need to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he will have a sit down with Arteta. I think they'll come to um, a solution which is best for both parties. Um, don't get me wrong. Balogun, if his mindset is that he'll come in straight away and he should be Arsenal's number one striker, it doesn't work like that, my friend. Nah, nah. It doesn't work like that. Like, you need to work for your opportunity. You need to work for your number one uh, place um, in the starting lineup. That's not me That's not me sitting here and saying, I don't want him to stay. I would love for Balogun to stay. I look at him and I compare him to Jesus. I compare him to um, Eddie and Ketia. And I think he's a proper striker in a way, uh, like, if you give him a chance nine times out of ten, I think he'll put the ball in the back of the net. I think he's someone who's hungry to score goals. But again, if if he doesn't want to stay, if he thinks that he, he wants to go somewhere else and um, get other opportunities to play in another league, like the Bundesliga or another team, you need to hold your hands up and say, fair enough, he wants to go and have the opportunity to depart. But that's, without, that's with good reason. Like, if no one's going to pay the going rate for him, we're in a good position. We are in a good position. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting with, with what the situation is. But I agree. I think we'll have a good preseason, to be honest. Um, I think we'll get opportunities starting this week um, against Nuremberg. Then, obviously, we have the US Tour with the Barcelona, Manchester United. I think the MLS All-Stars as well. Yeah. So, he'll get opportunities. And say, for example... He does well over in, in the US preseason tour. He's basically his um he's gonna his exposure is gonna just basically increase. Yeah. Like uh, as much as many minutes as he gets, he's basically gonna increase. Uh, so yeah, let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. But yeah, a lot of players have traveled um to the Germany preseason uh tour. We spoke about at the start of the show, Kai Havertz. Um did you see that video with the the uh, dog? Win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute yeah, video, isn't really it? Cute. Yeah, yeah, really cute, really cute. I think I think that's that's great, man. Like mm. I think every good team has like a good mascot uh, in terms of a dog or another another animal. And I think it just like feel good fact. I think Martinelli came into training last week, and the first thing he saw was win. 
and he's like oh win yeah. and give it a nice hug so it's just a good fuel factor um the players will love it and it'll make them get that unity and that brotherhood you're just talking about at the start of the show so everything's good um last topic of this morning Kylian Mbappe KM14 people are saying in the comments um reportedly he favors a move to Arsenal if he is to head to the Premier League um next summer as a free agent something which I'm not surprised about to be honest and people could be thinking what's this guy talking about he's crazy but I wouldn't be surprised like I wouldn't be surprised he's gonna go Real Madrid he's gonna go to Real Madrid but I'm not shocked that if he did want to go to the Premier League Arsenal would be his preferred option would be his standout choice because reports saying that he's impressed by Mikel Arteta's evolution of Arsenal. Um, he would like if to win um, Arsenal's first Premier League title since um, 2004, the Invincibles. Obviously, he has that link with Thierry Henry. Um, but I think the most important aspect is a few years ago, when uh, he was going to depart Monaco, mm. he was sat at Arsene Wenger's house. Yeah, he was sat at Arsene Wenger's house, and I thought that deal was going to be done. I thought that I thought Mbappe was going to come to Arsenal when he was playing so well for Monaco, but then obviously he decided to go to PSG, which is fair enough. But he went to Arsene Wenger's house, they discussed the deal for him, and he was close, he was very close to joining Arsenal. So, again, it doesn't surprise me that if he was going to go to the Premier League, um, next summer, again, I don't think he will. So before everyone starts chopping this up and clipping it on Twitter, I still think it goes to Real Madrid. But it's not a surprise because Arsenal's project right now, for me, is the best in Europe. You look at look at the value of our squad. I think it's the second highest second, yeah. in the whole world, which is crazy. Yeah. I think just behind Manchester City? Yeah, just. So what does that show? What does that show about Mikel Arteta and what a fantastic job he, he's done? Edu, they basically got rid of the deadwood. They basically um, lowered the wage bill and they've got players together young players that in a few years time if you do want to sell them you'll make big money for them mm. Sackers Odegaards Salibas Gabriel Zinchenko's Gabriel Jesus I could, I could keep going on and on and on so fair enough I, I, I applaud what um, Arteta everyone has done but Mbappe are you dreaming? <laughs> I think I think it's a it's a bit far fetched. I, I do agree with you with the fact that I don't see him going anywhere apart from Real Madrid. Obviously, there are rumours that that deal was already done for him to go to Real Madrid. I think it's next year. So obviously, there's that. But I think it's I think it's really good to see that he would prefer a move to Arsenal over anyone else in the Premier League because you would automatically think, oh. Well, why not City? They're 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 at the top. Uh, <laughs> they're Matt, they're at the top of Matt's having me on. <laughs> I know, I know, Matt. They're 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 at the top of the Premier League. They just won the Champions League, FA Cup, whatever. So you'd think, oh, well, why why won't he go there? Well, he'll be competing with Haaland, who is arguably the best player in the world at the moment, and maybe having Haaland and Mbappe. Two huge kind of like personalities, two massive egos. You can that might break up a team a little bit, and I mean I think that could still be the case with Arsenal if if the kind of like extravagant does happen and he does go to Arsenal, then there it's is the that wages, kind of thing. Of, there's the wages. He'll want a lot. He'll want to be paid a lot. He'll he'll expect a lot. And I mean, 
what he's what he's doing at the moment at PSG. I mean, he, he isn't he part director of the club yeah. or something like that. So he will obviously want. He, I wouldn't be surprised if he even wants a part of that. And the fact that his ego is so big, I think that could break up up the team a little bit. As we were just talking about that brotherhood, etc. We saw with Aubameyang. Don't get me wrong; he was a re- he was a good personality. He was good to have someone like that in the in the kind of dressing room. But when he left, when Arsenal got when Arteta got rid of him and kind of like stripped him of his captaincy, there were you could see that when the kind of like team got used to it, it started to improve. And I wouldn't be surprised if that is because of the scenes behind, uh, sorry, behind the scenes in the dressing room, in training, et cetera, et cetera. Because the fact that Arsenal's captain doesn't show up to training when he's meant to, whatever, I'm digressing, it's whatever, it it can take a toll on the team. And the fact that there is that that slight, slight possibility that because he does favour Arsenal, there is that slight possibility that could be detrimental on the team in in a bad way. But... I, I am going. I am kind of like thinking of the, of the kind of like what's the word I'm looking for, the extra, the complete extravagant for Arsenal if he is to move. I am kind of like saying, oh yeah, he he is going to. I'm not. I'm not going to say that he is going to move to Arsenal, but I'm just saying if that is to happen, I think that 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 kind of the his big ego that could have a big effect on the team. But mm-hmm. teams like Real Madrid. They're used to that ego. They're, they're, they did have the Ronaldos. Obviously, Benzema has just won the uh, Ballon d'Or. I know that he's just moved. So they are lacking that kind of like... Standout star, isn't Standout it? star player that Real Madrid have had in the past few seasons hmm. uh, for however long you can ever remember. Don't get me yeah. wrong. They have some amazing, amazing players. I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. But there is they, they, they are somewhat lacking that one player that is like... Well, you, as we were just saying, yeah. like the Ronaldo or Benzema. Hmm. So, yeah, I can't see him going anywhere else apart from Real Madrid. But I guess it's nice to dream. And I mean, if he is to go to Arsenal, which is that very, very slight chance, obviously, I, I'm sure Arteta would be like, yeah, you, this ego needs to, you need to come back down to earth, mate, kind of thing. So, <laughs> yeah, you know what's I, interesting? Do you know what's interesting before we wrap up? Like, this talk about Mbappe, this talk about, this blockbuster signing that I think Arsenal will target next summer for the number nine position. I think they'll sign um, like a top, 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 top striker. They've been, they've been linked to a whole host of names, um, Ozzyman and Mbappe. But one name which I find quite intriguing and interesting, and many probably going to be surprised who I'm going to mention, Evan Ferguson of Brighton. Like, I think he's going to have a very, very good season for Brighton, like upcoming, like this campaign. And I watched him last season and I thought, this is a proper player. Like when I watch him play, he reminds me of Harry Kane. And he's so young at the moment. I think he's 19 years old. Yeah. But he's got the ability to be a standout and world-class player for a top, top club. I know, I know he sports Manchester United. I know he's got that affiliation there, but that doesn't matter in football. No. And I look at him and I think he's going to have a big season. So if anyone wants FPL tips, I'm giving you some tips now. <laughs> Right, very good tips. I think Evan Ferguson will be one of the standout players of, of this upcoming campaign. Um, but I think we will look to sign a blockbuster, a blockbuster signing next uh, summer. But you look at the market, 
you've got names like Mbappe, you've got Ozyman, but when you look apart from that, it's a bit difficult to find a standout name. So it wouldn't surprise me if Mikel Arteta is in the Cronkies. Look, we need to get Mbappe, we need to get Mbappe, etc. So I can't see it happening um, only because of the fact that you've just touched on he's a massive, massive player. And when you've got teams like Real Madrid sniffing about, it's just it's just a tough ask. It's just a tough ask to beat Real Madrid. But we've been linked to uh, Valverde, Chuameni. So if Mbappe, say for example, goes this summer, like goes this summer because PSG have basically said to him, like you need to make your mind up. You either sign a new contract or we allow you to leave this summer. We're not going to allow a player of your caliber leave on the free next summer because it doesn't make sense from a financial point of view. So again, that's one to watch. Because if you get yeah. to August and Mbappe goes to Real Madrid, they'll need to get rid of a player. Yeah. Basically, um, FFP, yeah, FFP etc. And when they're stacked in that midfield position, Valverde, Bellingham, Chuameni, Camavinga, Sabayos, Modric, Cruz, they're stacked in that central yeah. midfield position. So maybe you need to get rid of one. And I know Arteta is a fan of Chuameni, reportedly. He's been mm. a fan of Camavinga in the past. But again, I can't see Camavinga happening. But you just never know. I said this to TC uh, the other week. Like, there's been linked to Lavia. There's been linked to a whole host of names. But if Arsenal are to pursue a central midfielder, like from now until uh, the end of the window, I can't see Lavia happening. I can see Arsenal going for someone better. Like yeah. more experience, more quality, more proven. The Frankie de Jong's of this world, the true and of this world. So... Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I think there's a long time to go until then. But pre-season is back. Uh, got that to look forward to. But Charlie, thank you for jumping on this morning, mate. Uh, much appreciated. Thank you for having me after after a week off. Uh, yeah, as I say at the start, it, it's good to be back. And thank you for everyone watching and, and listening as well. Yeah, much appreciated. But yeah, apologies if we um, did uh, catch everyone off guard. Uh, but like I said, um, we just wanted to get this stream um, done for you this morning because if we didn't, it would be a bit difficult to do in the afternoon. So uh, yeah, we hope you have enjoyed the stream this morning. Uh, make sure to drop a like, comment, subscribe and keep following us down the Arsenal way.